no matter what kind of experience you've had. But in this moment, you're coming to this experience freshly, new. So that involves also a hint of um, your curiosity and interest. That you come and sit down and close your eyes with this quality of interest behind you. And in a sense, that interest we have is a guidance. It allows us to stay very engaged with our experience as we're sitting here. So I'm not sitting here telling you to have some kind of particular experience, as much as to be interested in whatever experience you are having. In that way, we don't need to favor a positive experience over a negative one. We don't need to try to shift our meditation from one state or feeling to a different state or feeling. Just by taking interest in where you are, something begins to happen, something begins to unfold. As much as possible, release the things that distract. As much as possible, release the need to be moving. And always in the practice of meditation, the breath is quite often used as an anchor, as a place to fix your attention. But we're not limiting our attention to our breathing. We're in fact just using the breathing to create an, an atmosphere of openness. So take interest. In order to take interest, it's first necessary to notice, to be very aware of what's happening inside your being, physically, emotionally, energetically, mentally. In one sense, the practice of meditation is sticking with yourself, staying with yourself, staying with your inner experience. Again, not to fix it or change it or alter it, but to notice it and to take interest in it. Isn't it interesting that I'm sitting here and in sitting here, with this invitation to be quiet, I can't stop thinking about so-and-so. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting that I suddenly feel bored when I'm sitting here? Or sad? Isn't it interesting that I'm trying to figure out what to do? So we just take interest. 
We're not analyzing. When we take interest, we're not analyzing our experience. We're not asking, well, why do I feel bored? We're taking interest in the experience of boredom. Very different experience. And the same could be said of joy, or sadness, or fear, or confusion, or power, irritation. But we're not analyzing. Meditation is not analysis. It's not thinking about your experience. It's taking interest in your experience. Obviously, if there is tension in your body that can be relaxed, you relax. If you suddenly realize that you're holding a furrowed brow and you could simply relax your forehead and your eyes, you do that. So this is an invitation. It's an invitation into yourself. It's an interest, it's an invitation to take interest. And it's an invitation to discover. It's an invitation to stop your habit of thinking and analyzing and interpreting your experience. And to come into a close and intimate contact with your experience, which includes the experience of your senses, what you smell, see, taste, touch. And ultimately, it's an invitation to be free. To be absolutely free. Not to think about freedom. Not to plan for freedom. not to try to get freedom, to be free. What is meditation like when you accept it as an invitation to be free? Even with this invitation, how do you respond? How do you react? What happens in your inner being when you're invited to freedom? Do you accept it? Do you reject it? Do you start looking for it? 
take interest, notice. Meditation says you have an invitation to be free and there's no obstacle and there's no price and there's no sacrifice needed. <coughs> that right here, right now, in this very moment, you can be free. You're invited. You are free to listen to the breeze moving through the trees. You are free to delight in your experience. But you're also free to suffer if you want. And you're free to struggle. And you're free to give up that struggle. You're free to be free, and you're free to be bound. Consider very carefully for a moment, will you accept this invitation to be free? Without knowing what that means without knowing what the consequences are, without knowing how it's going to impact your life later, without knowing if you're going to be able to maintain it. Will you accept this invitation to be free? not obligated. There's nothing in existence telling you you should be free. Will you accept this invitation to be free? Being free does not mean you have to figure out how to eliminate all of your junk. It doesn't mean you have to find a way to clean up your past, get your relationships in order, get your finances in order, so that you can be free. If you're willing to be free, then you can be free right now. If you're not willing to be free, 
then at least take the time to be interested. Why? Not why, but just interested, that you're not wanting to be free. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you made. It doesn't matter how many mistakes were done to you. You're free to accept this invitation and you're free to postpone it. You're free to put it off for later, tomorrow, next lifetime. You may have the sense inside of you that you're willing to be free, but you don't feel it. To which I will say to you that freedom is not a feeling. It's not a feeling that you can wait for. If it's freedom that you want, then waiting for a feeling is not freedom, it's bondage. So you're free to feel the way you feel. You're free to like what you're experiencing and you're free to dislike what you're experiencing. in mind that if you will accept this invitation, there's no cost. We have been taught that freedom comes with a cost. There's a price. There's a catch. This freedom has no cost. It has no price. But if you will accept this invitation to be free, it's a willingness to be true to yourself. It's a willingness to honor what is really, truly important within you. It's a willingness to give up the fight. It's a willingness to 
stop trying to win the game that we're playing with ourselves. It's not going to get you a better job or more money or more recognition or approval. It's not going to make you somebody special or important. It's not going to help you feel more secure about your life. It may not even be pleasurable. But if you want freedom, the invitation is open. Truly accept this invitation means to put aside all of the conditions and circumstances that we have used to define freedom. To see that our conditions and our circumstances are not freedom. They're prescriptions for freedom, but not freedom. If you are saying yes to this invitation to freedom, but you are still trying to figure out how to be free from something, then you've not yet said yes to this invitation. Because freedom is not an escape. It's not a way of getting away from something. To accept this invitation to freedom does not mean that you will never suffer again or that you will not feel pain. In fact, if anything, it means you will be free to suffer and free to experience pain. If you're trying to figure out what freedom is, you're standing at the door. Come in. Come in. 
if you're sitting and thinking, I'd like to be free, but there's so many other things that are more important, then freedom's not for you. Not now. Will you be free right now? And you can see that it's possible to accept the invitation and a moment later to reject it. So this decision to be free is not one all-encompassing decision. You are free to choose it now and you're free to choose it now and you're free to choose it now. But if in the next moment you want to choose bondage or fear or slavery or confusion, you're welcome to do that. Freedom will never force itself on you. Freedom just sits in the background, waiting, ready for you to say yes to it.
So when you hear the sound of the bell, it's not really an end of meditation as much as it marks simply a transition to a different phase of our time together. Because this invitation continues. This invitation is one that is happening in every moment between existence and the soul, between you and life. At any given moment, we can ask the question, am I willing to be free? Am I willing to be free right here, right now?